Special guest. Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> this is the Power Motion Picnic Hour. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Power Motion Picnic Hour. As always, I'm your host, Dave, and as always, alongside me is Trevor. Uh, Trevor, what's happening? How are you? I'm I'm excited, Dave. Are you okay? What, what are you excited about? Well, I'm just excited to be on pod. Uh, yeah. I'm excited to to learn what's about to happen. Yeah, I'm excited to be on pod as well. Um, like a little a little Instagram video of Frank Zappa that I just saw 20 minutes ago where he talked about how when he plays a guitar solo, there's just a little space that he gets to decorate. <laughs> and that's that's us for the next 40 minutes as well. That's right. Yeah. Uh, podcasting is what what happens when you're not doing life. Yeah, exactly. It's it's what happens. Um, if you want to be like Zappa, but you never bothered to learn the guitar. <laughs> and he's he was quite good. Yeah. You know, he was he was he was very good. Yeah. Um technically incredibly talented. There's there's no disputing. Uh stylistically um quite varied. And and some people I understand the detractors, but I'm a fan overall. Yeah, I find I, I enjoy uh, defending Zappa and saying why I like him more than I usually enjoy listening to him. <laughs> but I do I do like listening to Zappa, but, um, you know, there's what, like 900 Zappa albums? There's a lot, yeah. And, like, you know, I don't know. I feel like I listen to Overnight Sensation 50% of the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll listen to, I'll throw on a good burnt weenie sandwich uh, here and there. All right. All a little, right. A little live action. Um listen to takes from from some of the uh the later stuff. Uh you know, there's some good there's some nuggets in there on Joe's Garage, uh for sure. Sure. Every album's got one good something. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are even like nuggets and moments uh within songs. Like sometimes I won't like a large part of the song, but then there's just a part that that rips. Uh yeah, and Zappa and Zappa especially. Like I have, um, Billy was a mountain on vinyl, uh, which I think I got because it was like a dollar <laughs> many years ago. And yeah, like Billy, Billy, Billy was a mountain is um, got like one minute of great stuff in there. Yeah, in yeah. that song. That's just like a one long song. Some of the stuff it's just impressive. Like I remember being really into this live in Helsinki album uh, that I had gotten. Wow, at this point, many years ago, uh, Power Motion V1 era. Oh wow! Uh, or or even or even earlier, but um, but yeah, like some of it's just sort of gratuitous. But it it is in, it is incredible that they're they're actually doing what they're doing, like in sync live. Like it's a it's an incredible display of musicianship. Some of which is fun and nice to listen to. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes you want to even listen to it. Uh, I feel like we got to bring this on. on track a little bit uh do you ever run to zappa um i have yeah that's where i think i think i was gifted um a gem off joe's garage on some like smart shuffle or something recently oh, nice. um and and yeah i'm not usually throwing on zappa proactively these days but when when that came on it was one that i hadn't heard quite as much and uh and i was really into it was it we'll catholic see. girls 
No, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll see if I can, if you're interested, that's, I can see if that's I, the song that popped in my head. Um, but, uh, yeah, anyway, there's, um, there's a song on Joe's garage. What's it called? Um, Lucille. What's it called? Uh, I'll tell you in a sec. Okay. I mean, is that the one? Is it Lucille that has, might... messed, has messed my mind up? Lucille has messed my mind up. Um, I don't think that's the one. Oh. Watermelon and Easter Hay um, okay. is the one I'm thinking of, which starts with, I think, like a rather offensive um, talking opening or maybe the offensive and or the offensive part is when I identified it and saw which album it was from. I was like, I was like, oh, yeah. And there's Frank Zappa with blackface. Yep, exactly. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's right where this offensive piece would fit. Yeah. And a, a potentially offensive. I mean, you could find a you could take offense with with really any any part of this song from its title to the perhaps untoward speaking part that may or may not be at the start. Um, the album cover itself, and then the, um, the the rather sultry guitar playing, which which I find is uh, the part I really like. Like yeah. he definitely finds the space and spreads it out in that one a bit. Yeah, that's that's what he's best at for. Um... For a guy who spends a lot of his career singing like Weird Al Yankovic, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, he sure is a great guitar player. Yep. So I ran to that. I'd say that runs. <laughs> All right, there we go. We we stayed on track really from what seemed like um, uh, what's it called? Um, what do we call it when we go off topic? <laughs> one of the a tangent. Uh, one of the, one of those tangents. Yeah. yeah. What seemed like a tangent was actually our song of the week. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. So. It runs. And it runs. Um, I, I saw somebody give an impromptu gear shed at the grocery store the other day. Oh, let's hear it. Um, this guy walks up to the, oh, I just sort of overhear this uh, from the register next to me. And there's a guy that the conversation starts, I'm training for a marathon. And, uh, <laughs> and then, and then, and then, you know, and there, and then like, you know, to somebody who never asked. And then he proceeds to tell her about the various layers he puts on for running this time of year. Okay. Uh, even though it was a, you know, rather warm day. Um, and, you know, describing a little bit of his training regimen. Today was pretty warm. I'm, I'm, I'm on a few days off because of, of knee pain <laughs> from too much running. So I was at the gym today doing strength training. Can, and That's good. Really I good. I was, I was doing upper body strength. Uh, and <laughs> And I was, it's not helpful. And I was uh, talking to some of the guys who work there, telling them about my marathon prep. And they, they decided I'm good. I'm good to go. I think you're good to go too. From yeah. what I've, from what I've heard, uh, what you've described to me, it seems like you're putting on, putting in a lot of miles right now. I did put in a lot of miles and, and I had to kind of take it back a little bit. I, I think I'm in the taper now. I'm two and a half weeks away. So I, sh I guess I should be in the taper. W would you say you were doing like 50 plus mile weeks? No way. Okay. <laughs> you know, I was doing for some biggest... reason in my mind when you were doing these like 20 mile weekend runs, I was like, oh man, you're probably putting in like, no, I guess that would be a lot. Yeah. You're probably doing like what, 30, 40. Yeah. I think I was doing 35 mile, 30, 38 mile week might've been my biggest one. Something that's like, like that. that's up there for, for me. I'm, I'm like super happy if I can get, get that much. That's like, I mean, that's a lot. And that, would end, a week and a half ago, I did a twenty-mile run in uh, in Central Park, and that was pretty wonderful and felt good actually. Like, didn't feel wasn't having a hard time at the end, you know. 
Yep. Yeah. Could have kept running for, I don't know, a little while. So that's a good sign, right? That's because right. there's a little bit more <laughs> that I'm going to have to keep running. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then when I, I wanted to do another one last weekend and I just, I couldn't, my I didn't have it in my legs. So I'm, I'm kind of taking it easy. Well, it's good that you're listening to your body. The worst thing that could happen is you get injured, you know, right now. And so know. you'll be good to go. Um, how are you feeling? Feeling good. Feeling excited about the marathon. Um, I think I'm going to PR. <laughs> I, I, I hope you will. I've got my, I've got my money on a PR. Yeah. You. I'm going to have to look up what my, my Providence time was. I can't even remember, but I'm excited to go to LA. I'm excited to run down Hollywood Boulevard and wherever else it goes. It's like, you'll, you'll have to, uh, check in on special guest, uh, Brendan. While that's you're right. That's right. I'm going to be running right by his house. I'll, I'll, Checking with him a little bit before I head out to hopefully we can make some plans um, to meet up. Well, I think I was supposed to teach him how to throw a baseball or he was going to bring me a diaper. <laughs> I think one or both. Yeah. Um, it was all on the table. Maybe we, yeah, can, we can, we can, you can maybe check in with him on how his uh, planning and training is going for his trail run. That's true. Yeah. Cause he had a big year in running coming up as well. Hopefully we'll see if he, if he liked our ideas, if he's, if he's investigated them. <laughs> One of my big concerns about this race is one of my problems, and I mentioned this in our episode number two, Providence, um, is that part of my problem running in front of a crowd is that I I'm a bit of a ham. <laughs> and, I, and I like, so, but the one of the good things about Providence was it was a pretty small time marathon. Um, LA is like a pretty big event, I think. Like, I think there's yeah. a lot more people. It's not like New York or Boston, but it's it's just a notch below that, I think. Um yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. So there's yeah. going to be like people lining the streets, like, and I'm going to be expending a lot of energy unnecessarily to entertain them or, or whatever my brain thinks I'm doing. Maybe, maybe you should, um, you should, I mean, not that you need practice. This is just kind of how you live your life. But uh, I was going to say you could, you could throw, throw some peace signs at just some people on your runs around New York yeah. and just kind of get used to interacting and, Throw some windmills. Uh, yeah. yeah do some, some Townsends. See, I'm going to, I got to, I don't know how I'm going to, I don't know how I'm going to control myself, but I have to try. Who did, who did Pete Townsend say he got the windmill from? I thought he said he saw, uh, I thought it was Keith Richards warming up. Ah, okay. Right? That would make sense. Yeah. I think, right. like, I, I think Keith Richards was doing it backstage, he said, but he was just like stretching his shoulder. Like he wasn't playing. He just had a guitar on and he was like loosening up. Oh, oh nice. I nice. think if I remember it. Yeah. Um, that's something we could ask Dave Rawlings about if he's ever a guest on the show. That's true. Yeah. And I guess that's a good reminder for um, any of our newer listeners and maybe listeners who have similarly forgotten to just go back and check some of the old episodes and uh see where you referenced that previously although i think you added more information here i think this is a more thorough discussion yeah. of the topic yeah. it is a good idea to go back and listen because this the show is incredibly self-referential <laughs> yeah yeah so as much as you sort of get brought in the loop quickly you might also want to catch up a bit at some point too yeah i think that's a good idea um so anyway how's your week been how's your week in running or i guess you're maybe 10 days in running we've been spacing episodes out about 10 days these days yeah i'm 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 working on it. Uh, I, I'm not running as many days a week as I'd like, but when I am getting out there, I feel like I'm putting in solid runs. Like I'm getting oh, good. five, six mile runs in here and there. Um, so not a lot of weekly volume, but happy when I'm out there 
motivated to do more running sort of when I can structure it a bit, a bit more regularly. Um, even if it's small running, I think that was one of my goals is to, with the treadmill is just like hit like 20, 30 minute runs. If that's all I have time for. Yeah. Um, start building that back in. So, um, yeah, it's been, it's been, uh, it's been good. I, oh, I did take a, a, a tip from, from special guest, uh, Christina, oh, um, who had, had talked about how, when she coaches, you know, parents and busy people with jobs and stuff that, you know, just her find find time anywhere. And she had said something about, uh, running at like sports practices and stuff. And so I had the idea, my, my oldest young apprentice, uh, of the show, assistant race director of the Krampus classic, um, <laughs> and its official photographer, he, he has basketball, uh, practice every Sunday, uh, down uh-huh. at the, the Quincy Y. So, and they have a little 200 meter track that circles the basketball courts. And I've, I've been like looking up at it for weeks and I just finally, she sort of gave me the very simple thought that I should just go up there and run. Yeah. I, they're playing basketball inside. It's four courts. Yeah. They're playing indoor basketball. Is the track indoors track or outdoors? Indoors, like the next level up. Oh, okay. So it's like above the court. So I can run around and I can also sort of check in and watch what he's doing, like in his corner every every lap. And I think I did 52 laps. Uh, That's pretty good. Sunday, That's pretty which, good. So which that felt, like, felt pretty good. That like uh, uh, six miles? Well, well uh, yeah, mailbag math. There you yeah. go. Our mailbag um, math question of the week. Yeah. Um, but the thing I noticed, I think is the day after, um, like my left side was like sore in an imbalanced way. And it's because when you're like, for me running on a track, when I'm used to running on trails and going in all these directions and lateral and everything to just run in a very like short direction where you're basically turning like fairly (laughs) sharply, like a decent amount of the time, um, like is kind of like unnatural and it's sort of like like hit my like left glute and stuff in like a weird way. You got to rotate the tires. I feel like I should rotate. Th- like, I, I guess I just feel like I shouldn't run like that too high volume too frequently. Yeah. Or I guess you could, I mean, are you, can you run the other way or would you be running into people? I'd be running into people. Okay. So other um, people are running. Yeah. So maybe I, what I could do though is other people are running, there's walkers, there's some people just standing and looking at the game below. So it's like a bit of a huh. bit of, you have to stay on your toes, but I, I could do something like more just like strides on the street parts and then, you know, take it slow. I, don't, I could mix it up with all kinds of stuff. But how many, how many lanes are up there? Three. Okay. That's pretty good. Run, cool. pass, walk are, <laughs> are what they recommend. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Uh, are any other parents running or are these unrelated to the basketball, the, the other runners? Um, I saw one other parent walking it the first week I went out there. That's, um, good. That's a good idea. Listening to something i like that yeah i like this general idea that christina gave us and that you and and that one other parent are getting in on yeah um, it makes me think of sometimes when i'm at work I, I have a primarily remote job sometimes you'll be at a meeting i don't know if you ever see this and a, a co-worker will be everybody's got their fake backgrounds now you know um mm-hmm. on their on their microsoft teams or their zoom not you and i right now we can see each other's houses which is makes it more real which is why this works <laughs> yeah but um yeah. everybody's got their fake backgrounds but every now I, there's uh some people you'll get in a meeting with every now and then who are on a treadmill you ever get one of those 
No, I've never seen somebody on a treadmill. Really? Yeah. And so well, anyway, I've seen a couple different people, maybe even maybe even three who are um, they've got the background on, but they're clearly just walking on a treadmill while they're doing this like Zoom meeting, um, which is a good idea. It's a good it's a good use of time if you ask me. Um, but I was thinking, you know, I don't have a, a treadmill at home and that's not where my life's at right now. But I could see that time coming one day, except I, it would be me just like running fast. <laughs> On the yeah. team, in the team's meeting on the treadmill. Well, the thing, the thing is it like, I feel like when I used, I, you know, often been doing calls during the day, but when, before it was video, I would walk around a lot of the time yeah. on the calls and that's a lot harder to do now with, uh, you know, sort of expected to be on video a lot of the time. Are you on video most of the time? Most of the time. Wow. Yeah. Not me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually the one who usually puts it on and then I feel bad about it. <laughs> that I, and people like reluctantly like oh okay I'll yeah the, i'll put the video on but uh because yeah I, yeah i've never i've 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 never seen somebody on a treadmill i've heard about it but you see well, it quite often i mean you gotta imagine with video off people are on on all sorts of things but um well that's fun too because sometimes you see someone accidentally turn their camera on and they're just like driving <laughs> yeah 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 it's funny when you see people in the cars um, yeah phones in the cup holder yeah yeah well um lest we spend the episode on primarily zappa and uh zoom anecdotes um i i do have a little sort of i don't know maybe it's a new segment it's a I guess it's a bit of a of a of a race recap from i guess we've done race recap but those are more of our own races this is a this is a famous trail race that just happened. Oh, let's hear uh, about it. Let's hear the updates. And it's got some tie-ins to the Power Motion Picnic Hour itself. Awesome. Um, so it's the Trans Grand Canaria, which um, some listeners may know, others who may not. It's 126-kilometer race across, I think it's one of the Canary Islands, perhaps. Okay. But it's anyway, it's, a, it's an island, 26 miles, or 126 kilometers, like 80 eight miles or something and like 22,000 plus feet of elevation gain. So it's like a pretty serious ultra run. Okay. Um, and, but there's also different, different lengths. So special guest Katie, uh, congrats, won the vertical kilometer. Whoa. Which, Amazing. Yeah. Which is like, I think it was like basically like five and a half K uh, distance, but you go a thousand meters up in that distance. So you're basically just running uphill. The yeah, that sounds lines. insane. <laughs> up, uphilling a bit, a bit like Matthew was describing. Um, yeah, that sounds so yeah, steep. It's steep. And the impressive thing about that is she's, you know, she's also doing and winning these like hundred mile races and like, you know, and I think she ran like a 50 mile UTMB that she won or came in second. So she's doing like all distances and just crushing it out there. So, so if there's a, if there's a trail running, decathlon on the horizon she would be a, a contender to, a, to win that she's a great contender um so that's that's katie um special guest and dear original popular runner uh jim pergolese um is probably aware of the race um <laughs> and katie also uh crewed for uh zach miller who's a okay. famous trail runner oh cool um, so she was involved in in his seventh place uh, finish of the the long distance, um, 
And lastly, uh, Shen, our good friend of the pod, uh, Jing Shang Shen. Oh, that's uh, right. Came in a symbolically, increasingly symbolically important fifth place, which we talked a lot about. You and I have have had some fifth place finishes too. So it's a meaningful position to end in, and and particularly exciting to hear a once nearly guest of the pod. Yeah, getting so a fifth the, place finish. The Paramotion Picnic Hour well represent well represented at, at Trans Grand Canaria this year. Uh, congrats to all of our friends and special guests and uh, popular runner. Yeah, and congrats. It's a popular runner who I think you said probably knows about it. Yep, yep. <laughs> but did not compete. Uh, did not compete, as, as far as I'm aware. Well, way to go, everybody. We're proud of you. And as always, when when uh, anybody is affiliated with the pod um, accomplishes something big, I like to take some credit for it myself. So because <laughs> <laughs> we are we are kind of a, you know, a society over here, right? It's a yeah, it's definitely a society, a, a community of sorts. It's a win, um, a win for the pod. So, yeah, yeah, I'll take it. Um. So, did you have any mailbag? No, I didn't have any. <laughs> I've been pretty. I've been pretty dialed in trying to get ready for this marathon and uh, pretty focused. But like, I <laughs> that's all. That's that's been just about everything I've been doing. Um. Even though, like I said, I haven't been doing much running in the last few days. <laughs> I tried to. I I did. I went to go out to do a long one on Saturday, and the body said no. Uh, yeah, and, and it ran a 10k and said, I'm going to do the long one on Sunday. Um, and went out, started heading out towards to do the long one on Sunday and said, you know what, this is going to be a Stairmaster day. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I had to cut the Stairmaster short too. Cause my, my knee was just like really talking to me. Yeah. Well, you gotta, you gotta listen to it. Yeah. So what was supposed to be a scaling of the Burj Khalifa, <laughs> <laughs> ended up just being a, a hundred 150 stories on the stairmaster which that's not pretty nothing. good that's not pretty bad. good that's yeah that's more than that's more than i did yeah it's not it's not nothing but uh yeah well anyway it is what it is so then I, then i got two days of rest and i'm gonna try running again tomorrow nice nice yeah well now that now that now that you're in the taper um what was it that we said back in Providence? This is when you or now is this when you just start eating mashed potatoes? Yeah, exactly. This is this yeah. is mostly a, a a misplaced carb loading period. Um, yeah. Where, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm going to be in Florida in a couple of days, so I'm planning an attempted 11 mile run down there. Awesome. Oh yeah, so 11 miles, um, nine days before the marathon, and then and then taper even further. Or nine days? No, it's like two weeks. That's like two weeks before. Yeah. Um, 16 I, days, 16 I, days before. I'd say don't be afraid to just sort of like get out like real super light too in the days leading up. Like you might not want to go full taper. That would be my unsolicited, partially informed advice. Okay. Don't go. So go out the day before. I think you'd benefit from, from doing like two light miles, like here and there in okay. the days leading up. Yeah. I got to go check out the, uh, the whatever the exhibition at the start of the race the day before to pick up my number and and get a bunch of free samples of of goo and stuff like that or whatever whatever's going on the the starting line day before party yeah yeah i think what i'd say to further my advice is uh, -huh. uh keep it like you keep it like you know keep your you go by feel so you know, I don't know, like if I go roughly like 
I'd, I'd shoot for like a 10 minute mile pace. Oh yeah, sure. Super, super <laughs> like, you know, yeah. Just get in the zone. Uh, yeah. I don't even, I'm not even, I'm not even doing that. I don't even, I'm, so I'm going to, I've got a plan. I'm doing our, uh, our very own female gear shed testing correspondent is coming to LA to run her first marathon. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to, I'm in an unseated corral as is she. So I'm just going to start running with her and I'm just, whatever her pace is, that's my pace. Um, so I'm, and then if all goes well, eventually at some point I'll accelerate. Unleash. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to start real easy and uh, not burn myself out. And then I if it's feeling good, speed up later. Instead that's of smart. Yeah. Eh, I don't know. I don't know what her pace is, but. Good strategy. No, I think that, I think that makes sense. I mean, yeah, from what I know. Well, as, and that's how, as, as someone who's never run a marathon. It's also how, <laughs> that's also, yeah, but I appreciate the coaching advice. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's, that's also how a lot of my training runs have gone, which is I go out on one of her long training runs and it's at some point with a few miles left, I just, I cut loose. Um, like that's how the 20 miler went. The 20 miler is I ran 13 miles with her. And then I just, uh, you know, turned it on. Yeah. I, I mean, it's again, sort of, I guess, reflecting on some of coach friends, early wisdom when I was building up running um, again. And a lot of it was just like, yeah, 80% in, I think it's like sub 145 or something, heart rate, mm -hmm. whatever, zone two, like maybe it's sub 150. Um, and you just, you just keep doing that for like, you just, it's like a cumulative just build of that. And then, and then like when you're ready, when you need to like let it out and unleash it, you, you go and you like go up tempo and you go harder and you just like spend it all. But the way to train for that is not to just do that all the time, not to just go hard all the time. It's to, it's actually go like pretty easy and then you, and then you let it go. Yeah. I've done a good mix of easy runs and a, a few hard ones. I try, I mean, like on days when I've been stuck in the gym, I've, I've cranked up the incline on the treadmill and, and cranked up the speed, you know, and then uh, for the outside, the one thing I think I just didn't do enough of in Providence was I don't think I had enough hills. And so yeah, yeah. I, I think I've put tons of hills in. <laughs> You've been doing, you said you started doing like some incline on everything, even if it's just small, right? Almost. Yeah. Almost all the time. And then almost all my outdoor runs are in Central Park now, which is pretty hilly. And the 20 mile run was in Central Park. So that's like, and that last 10 K was in central park. And so I've just been, I've just been hitting the hills. I've, I, 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 I don't know how hilly LA is. So, um, do you want, do you want some more advice? Yeah, definitely. I'll take, I'll take, I'll take whatever I can get. I don't know what I'm doing out here. <laughs> uh, I, I'd say another thing is, is kind of where you are now and what you just described. Um, throw in some downhills on the next, the next couple of weeks. Cause that's actually a different set of muscles in motion and can be bizarrely fatiguing if, if you haven't trained that a little bit too. So. Well, there is downhill in central parks. So I do have like a bit of that. Um, there, yeah, there was yeah, um, something to offset the like heavy incline at the, at the gym. Just, just do like focus going hard downhill in, in central park. Yeah. We were doing, can't remember what run it was. Well, it was one run we were doing, me and female gear shed testing correspondent in Central Park. And there's like um at the very northern part of the park, there's a long, it's like a long, steady downhill for a very long time. 
and then a little flat at the top of the park and then like kind of the hardest hill of the whole of the whole central park is right there as you start heading south again mm-hmm. and um one of our and so it's nice because you kind of like get all your energy back on that downhill before you then have to start you know running that hardest hill which is followed by like three more like medium kind of hills so it's actually mm-hmm. probably the, that's the toughest part of running central park and but like i said usually you recharge while you're coming down that hill at the top but on one of our laps um <laughs> i realized i had to uh, relieve myself and uh, so i had to duck out into the trees mm-hmm. so i was just like all right I'll, I'll catch back up to you and i did that at the top of the downhill so i just had to run like really hard <laughs> down that yeah. down, that downhill and then i i caught up to her like just a little bit before it starts going up again so i never really got to like rest uh yeah yeah but that was actually probably a good that's a good probably training a good run. Yeah. that's a good training run i think the thing is you can't do that all the time and um i guess reflecting back on my uh kilkenny ridge race last year mm-hmm. classic yeah, that's a classic race the, the ill ill-fated um Kilkenny Ridge, where um, in my training, like basically up to that point, I I would never like send it that hard on on downhills um, because I needed to be careful of my knees and like preserve yeah. them and not smash them up. And I had like maybe gone a little too hard here and there and had to like pull back. So I would I would often use like downhills for like the easiest um, running on on like training runs and. Uh-huh. Uh, Kilkenny, it was like, did pretty well out of the gates. And it was like basically a, I don't know, 3000 foot climb ish to, to start like the first, however many miles, um, call it like six, seven miles. And, and then because they had to alter the course, um, due to the hurricane, rather than continue across the Ridge, you basically run back down about, I don't know, 2000 feet of that. Mm-hmm. And I just smashed myself up on that downhill <laughs> and then had to go like seven miles, like in and out of this very gradual decline down and then back up and uh, just destroyed myself like to the, like <laughs> the downhill. I'm like, man, this is when I need to be like making time. Cause downhills yeah. is also where I could go faster. Like sure. you know, cause I don't take- have like stamina to just go charge it uphill, but like I can send the downhills. Um, to take advantage of the long legs as well. Yeah. That was my race strategy. And, and because I couldn't do the downhills, like on the final descent where you come down, like the, I don't know, the last, whatever it is, 1500 feet or so. And it's just like downhill. Most of it. That's when we we just proceeded to get passed by like so many, so many runners. Was that <laughs> the race where like the rolling down the old timer with like ski poles was was walking by you and that he felt lightning fast? Correct, correct. <laughs> not not an old timer, just like oh. one of one of like the top, I don't know, five five like men or something, uh-huh. or five, five racers, like like going like fast. Oh, uh, okay. At least relative, um, even like. Although at the time he made that comment, yeah, just kind of walking with the poles, but granted, like at the top of like the, sure. the leaderboard. Um, I pictured him, I pictured him being like a million years old when you told him. <laughs> no, it was kind of, I don't know if it's funnier or, or not, but yeah, it was like, I don't know, like a 30 year old, you know, oh. guy, like kind of just cruising along. Uh, oh, nice. He was, he knew what he was doing. Just not what most people objective observers would would think of as like running uh yeah. just like walking with his poles but um but yeah for us for us fortissimo pluses um 
training for those downhills. That's that. So that's my that's my very long winded sort of uh, word of caution advice. Really sharing in the interest of you not making the same mistakes I have. <laughs> okay. And our well, dear listener. Well, I um I'm heading down to Florida this weekend, so I gotta I'm gonna try to do 11 miles outdoors. Um, so hopefully I can find somewhere nice. I looked it up right. It's gonna be in the 70s, so I'm doing a little weather training. That should be similar to to LA. Yeah, good. Yeah, a little heat training. Yeah. I'd, I'd also, I mean, at this point, I guess I must implore our more knowledgeable listeners, um, even our peers who in the more knowledgeable category of running podcast, um, to weigh in here and correct any of my what was potentially really bad advice right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially if any of it's potentially dangerous. We didn't. <laughs> who knows? Like, we, I don't know. You don't know. If anybody, if anybody, yeah, just happens to be listening to, the right uh the right strand or or brand of regional stoner rock to somehow make sense of that um you know please write into the mailbag let us know yeah we'd be we'd be interested to hear yeah well i mean i think it sounds like i'm pretty good i think i'm in a good place i think so too yeah i think we just talked about you know for several minutes just ways to sort of round out the the, the package a bit i gotta figure out what i'm gonna wear that's the most important thing oh yeah because I've been I've been running so much outdoors. I've been running a lot in we as we've talked about before, uh, running tights. And and now that I've there've been a couple warmer days and I've switched back to regular. Yeah, I, I'm not as into the regular shorts, so I got to see if I can find some half tights. Can you run a marathon in half tights? Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, oh yeah. Okay, I mean, I guess I, think, I ran 20 miles in full tights. So I mean, I think that's what like Kipchoge does. Oh, okay. I'm not. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I'm not, not. I'm not scoping those guys for the outfits as much because I always just the same way I don't look at their shoes because I figure like whatever they're wearing that's not <laughs> for me. Wrong, well, for the me, wrong, the wrong thing. Yeah, yeah, it's the right. It's certainly the right thing for an elite runner, but for me, like whatever they're doing is not relevant. Right, um, right. Yeah, like I was telling like a, a a former coworker friend about like when I got the um the Brooks Adrenaline GTS yeah. shoes and he he was like oh he's like that's what I wear every day. <laughs> Like that was like just his walking around shoe. Oh, nice, nice. I was like, oh, I bought those to run a marathon. Uh, so like, but the point is like, what I'm wearing is more like that, like just what somebody's wearing for comfort. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, but there's also like, I I think you see that a lot. There's a, there's a lot of uh, running shoes as like fashion. I even saw, um, this is like a thing too. I saw some like hardcore trail running shoes like. Solomon, like I don't know, cross treks or something. These like, like they almost look like bike shoes. They've got big claws for like, like mud, that. and uh, they're, they're stiff. Like, and just some guy like like brand new, just walking around Manhattan in these. Like, really nice. Yeah. Um, like man, you're wearing down those lugs. <laughs> I have a, I have a pair of hiking shoes that I wear around um Manhattan, and I I specifically bought to travel in. Um, yeah, because it would just be a kind of, kind of an everywhere shoe. But they told me at the REI that they're an urban hiking shoe. <laughs> it's the urban edition. So urban that, edition, yeah, yeah, of uh, whatever brand it is. I don't know what it's called. Uh, yeah. Well, you'll you'll gear shed it uh, yeah. at a at a later date. They're cool. Uh, they're very cool. They're brown. Um, love to see them. Maybe you can send us a picture. Yeah, we we could uh put that up on the um on the gram. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I do have a, I guess I should have done this ooh, much earlier. Uh, oh, cause we're, yeah, we're, 
bit of a correction. Yeah, we're kind of running down. Let's do we? it. We're very low on time, so let's do it, and then we'll uh, we'll wrap things up. All right. So um, I expressed uh, surprise last week in our interview with Matthew when um, he said that he went east west, and I was like, that doesn't that doesn't sound right. When in my mind, I had just mixed up visually east to west. Of course, east west was the right way to go. Okay. So that, yeah. I think that, or not the right way. There's no right way, but like the more common way to run this FKT, which I think is typically established. Like, I don't know, I guess some of them you can go from either direction technically, but th- th- that's like the way that FKT is done. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do the New York Marathon in reverse. I'm going to start in Central Park <laughs> and run to Staten Island. Ooh, we could do our presidential hut traverse in reverse. That might be interesting. What about a, a Boston Marathon in reverse? And we, we run we run to Hopkinton. You could do that too. Yeah, without does that make? I guess you need roads closed down to do that, though, right? To do it like without a lot of frustration, I think yes. And I don't think we could get away with it on the day of. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> not like that time I crashed the Brooklyn five k, and That's later right. later donated to the New York Road Runners. I will say. So it's, yeah, it's all even. Great organization. Great organization. I'm proud uh, to be proud to be affiliated. So I had a a little idea. Hmm. Um, I don't know. Do you have any other any other business? No business, and we yeah, and we have a little bit more time, so let's do it. And I think we're we're fairly running low on our random musings. Um, <laughs> uh, so so um, this was going to be maybe I should save this for when we have a special guest. Um, <laughs> well, maybe this is some kind of teaser for that. It's a teaser. So if the next special guest happens to be listening, that's okay. They'll be prepared, but. Yeah. There's like, have you have you heard these hot takes that are done on on some podcasts where like a topic is tossed out and then you have to just quickly weigh in on it? I don't think so, but I like the idea. In. Yeah, and we can just sort of come up with our own branding of it, like like quick questions or something like that. Yeah, quick question, fast takes, fast um, takes, um, strides yeah. for takes. <laughs> yeah, like respond re- respond immediately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like it. Should we do one now or or no? I don't know. I'm not really prepared with one, but if 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 you are, I guess no. that's sort of the spirit of it. Yeah, I don't think I really thought of one, so I guess we'll have to come with those. Oh, do you have one? Um, running shoes as everyday shoes. Yeah, I do it all the time. How about you? Yeah, yeah. I also I, do. I do running shoes that I've like worn. And I also even do some that I'm still running in occasionally, very occasionally. I just have one pair of running shoes that I like the way they look. And so that's kind of like my main everyday shoe. But I want to try to buy mm-hmm. more running shoes that look a way that I would enjoy wearing. And unfortunately, I've only ever owned one or I'm sure I had one years ago. My my Asics gels that I got uh, in 1991 or two. <laughs> mm-hmm. Probably before even the pumps. I think they were immediately after the pumps. I think last time Ooh, after. I said Nike Pegasus, but um, until next time, onward.
special guest, Frank Zappa with Blackface. This is the power. Mode. 